0: Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. This week we watched Swagger. On Apple TV+.
1: Plus. Apple TV+. Plus. Tired can beat you or you can beat tired. That was never more true for me than it was today because I was exhausted watching this show. <laughs> it was very good. I was just in, in the midst of getting my infusion and wanted to pass out you liked it i uh i really liked it yeah yeah i liked it a lot too it was a little long for me oh for sure anything that's pushing over 60 minutes for a a drama is excessive yeah stick to stick to the 40 minute format get your shit together apple tv agreed but i might watch more of it i'm 100 percent gonna watch more of it but that's mostly because i'm a sucker for sports me too story yeah me uh, too especially a sport like this that i like watching exactly i'm always
0: thinking to myself like what's a good especially a good basketball movie like what's a good basketball movie i could watch or a good earbud but <laughs> yeah uh, like i told you i watched that steph curry documentary on apple tv plus which yeah. was fine uh speaking of kevin durant uh who apparently this swagger show is based off Pro, of is it based off of him i know it's produced by him it's supposed to be like a loose sort of, of his autobiographical life. yeah sort of okay. autobiographical for kevin durant okay in the uh steph curry documentary which focused mostly on
1: his on steph curry
0: <laughs> on his college playing days but yeah. also would cut to him currently uh so there was some of that you see some of his training and also uh him in new york breaking the three all-time three-pointer and after the game they had like a little celebratory dinner for the team and like the owners and stuff and you got to see that and uh kevin durant comes in uh during the dinner just to say like oh hey i just thought i'd stop by and do you know congratulate you for the thing and steph Curry's like oh great thanks and then it's just like well see ya i was like you're not going to invite him in to hang out for a little bit? <laughs> I, so I guess what I'm asking you is I don't know their full backstory. Is there tension between those two?
1: This is very much just my opinion that is based on very little factual information. Yeah. But I think Kevin Durant's kind of a bitch. Ah. Uh,
0: do you want to use a different a different term than bitch?
1: It, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Diva. No, any, I fucking think Steph Curry's a diva. Uh, He's a punk, I guess. I I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean, it's not even that he's an asshole. I don't know anything about him to know if he's an asshole or not. It's just, he's really involved in what other people think about him. And like, he's just always clapping back on Twitter and shit when, Just fucking who gives a shit with some like he will literally respond to complete nobodies that post some bullshit take on him. And I don't understand that mentality. Like you are making hundreds of millions of dollars to play the sport who gives a shit with this dumb fuck out of nowhere. Thanks. That combined with. How quickly he came and went from Golden State makes me build this narrative in my head of. He went to Golden State to win championships or whatever. And in fairness, he was probably the best player on that team, even for those two years or three years or whatever it was. Better than Steph? Yeah. During that time, yes. I I think so. And didn't win a lot. And I don't think he got a lot of credit for being there and, and helping them win more championships and shit like that. And so I think it probably i i think it swirled into some locker room stuff that maybe he just wasn't a fun guy to hang around with again all wild speculation just based off of half heard espn takes i'm sure do you want to tell everybody what this is about tim
0: duncan baby <laughs> <laughs> it's not about tim duncan it's not a biographical semi-autobiographical based on kevin durant
1: yeah uh as a 14 year old uh playing in I don't remember where where did they say this was was this DC I don't remember I think it was DC or in that vicinity um like AAU club ball sort of thing yeah um and all the shadiness that goes on therein yeah and so his
0: his mom is very involved in his development because as she puts it she's only got one shot at doing this right and she wants to make sure she does so she wants to pick the best coach put him in the best position uh and she doesn't seem to be she doesn't seem to have ill intent or even seem to have be doing things wrong like she she knows i think she's picking the right coach and she's saying like she noticed the same problem that i noticed is if you're playing for the wrong basketball team and you're uh 6-4 you're playing center and not learning the skills that you need if you want to progress. And so, one of her think one thing she's being conscious of is he's playing center and he needs to develop guard skills to advance, and uh, things like that. So it seems like she's doing things right. The coach seems to care about him. I
1: had the opposite problem in that I had I was six four as well. Yeah. i, well, had... I, I sorry, I misspoke. I'm six five. Yeah, sure, got yeah. it. Um, <laughs> I had all the athleticism of a center but went to a high school where our center was 611 so i was expected to, would have been expected to play something like power forward which even that i probably wasn't athletic enough for or small forward which i definitely wasn't athletic enough for
0: yeah yeah it it certainly helped that there were 30 boys in my graduating class yep. uh, for me to be able to play the high school basketball if i would have played if i would have gone to your high school dude
1: i would have been on the math club my mom recently uh had gotten on a kick of like going through old boxes of shit and then just giving them to me as though i give a shit about my program from bi- basketball when i was in middle school or whatever but it did perfectly illustrate this point which is uh in middle school uh there was an a team in basketball and then there was a b team and then there was a c team (laughs) and our a team and b team were normal basketball team sizes it was like 12 people but the c team was like 75 to 80 people i don't understand how that worked all i know is i saw i remembered that when i found the program which had a team b team c team pages of c team (laughs) and yes of course me and nicole were on that we were on that team
0: uh similar experience so uh like i said there were 30 guys in my graduating class 15 of us played basketball i was always throughout my high school or throughout my lower education the second tallest person in my class the first tallest was jeff uh and he's maybe 6 seven or six eight so he was the starting center uh then the uh, there was other four starters then there was the five backups and then there was the five of us Mm -hmm. we called i think this is a reference to something we were called the gray team uh and we wore gray t-shirts and we would get in the game um we would get in the game if and when we were losing by thirty points every single game. Or if we were playing like modern day the the um private Catholic high school in Clinton, Iowa that literally had like like twenty people mm-hmm. uh who who we had to combine with to have a soccer team, mm-hmm. which I was also on. It was like there was one game where it was halftime. We all sat on the end of the bench uh, after halftime, we came back and there was a popcorn sitting on each of our seats. I don't get it. Uh, some hilarious parents, as a dig at us, decided since we were going to just watch the second half of the game, we oh, might as
1: well have popcorn. I thought you meant like a popcorn kernel. No, no, no. A and fu- I was confused as what that was supposed to signify. <laughs> a full thing of popcorn. And we each put it under our seats. And definitely ate it? <laughs> I did. Yeah, of course. You weren't getting in that game. I
0: would reach under and get it. And then my mom uh, would elbow my dad, who was one of the parents involved in this hilarious mockery, Uh and just be like, he's eating it. The popcorn's going to go to waste if you don't eat it. I don't know if I've told told you this story before. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but my basketball coach would uh, keep calling me. And, uh, like I said, I didn't have very much upper body strength. Uh, he would always call me and tell me ab- about how, uh, uh, you know, I needed to work out and, um, like develop my up- upper body and like my pectoral muscles. And one thing that was really good, uh, at doing that was mowing lawns. Uh, so if I wanted to like, Uh, mow his lawn just for the exercise i i I was welcome to do so and i every single time would say say no and it wasn't till maybe five years ago that i realized that guy was just trying to get me to mow his lawn
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) that dude your basketball coach probably was also a pe teacher and he wasn't getting paid enough to pay somebody to mow his lawn that's what he had you peons for right all right back to the show i liked this show A good amount. But there was one thing that they kept cutting back to throughout the entire episode that really annoyed me. And it was the little sign that he made on his wall that just said NBA on it. That felt so lazy. Not from... We're living in an age where he could have printed off the NBA logo or a picture of his favorite player getting drafted or any number of things. And he just scribbled like it was literal scribbles on a piece of paper saying NBA.
0: You know what's going to happen is we're going to see like a backstory of where that came from and why it was so important to him. Like his father was is going to be the one who like wrote it for him or something. Well,
1: we already the the back of that was a maze, which I'm pretty sure his father made for him. So, yeah. yes. I mean, I don't think we're going to get any more backstory than that. I just thought it was really lazy. Yeah. I didn't mind it when he replaced it at the end with a sign that also said NBA, but he mm-hmm. had written never be afraid, afraid. Okay. That that to me feels like handwritten. It feels impromptu. Like, this is what I need is that that push or whatever. But just having <laughs> writing NBA <laughs> it felt really weird.
0: Mm-hmm. I think my biggest note on this the whole show watching that basketball coach and I'm like he looks I familiar. feel a little racist about this but that guy looks exactly like Ice Cube <laughs> to the point I was like it's too young to be Ice Cube. What is going Did on? Did they de-age Ice Cube? Yeah. And no, I, I was starting to feel like legitimately like, oh, i am am I worse than I, th-? like, what's going on? Until I looked it up and I was like, it's oh, it's Ice Cube's son. Yeah, just kidding. He,
1: he looks exactly he like played. played he, he played him in yeah. the Straight Outta Compton movie. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was so relieved. <laughs> yeah i get that i've been there with uh with him in particular when i i never saw straight out of compton me either. i knew very little about it so i didn't realize he was in it because we both hate rap and music yes uh, yes for sure and also apparently are a little bit racist at least um i saw him in something else and had the same thought which is like dude looks a lot like ice cube what's happening here <laughs> and yeah for, sure enough I liked him though. I thought he did a good job. I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. He's he's legitimately a very good actor. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. What else do I have? What else do you have?
1: There was a scene where he and his mom were in a car going to school, I assume, and a couple of uh, led to believe gang members pull up next yeah. to them and. One of them looks at him and says, uh, what do you say? You stand focused. And that gets used later as like a, I got to keep you uh, uh, safe from the police, which there's a very painful to watch scene of of you know him getting handcuffed uh, just for throwing out the trash earlier. But I also got to keep you safe from like thugs and gangs and that sort of shit too. But I don't think that's what was happening in that scene. I think that that scene was a nod to and I don't know if this happened to Kevin Durant or if this is something that happens all that frequently but I had heard a story that I'm nearly positive has been confirmed and I think it was about Derek Rose who grew up in a like in Southern California in a gang heavy area where you did you did not get out of high school without being in a gang or else you end up killed like legitimately it was just gang territory but everybody saw how much talent derrick rose had I'm not 100 certain it was derrick rose it might have been somebody else but i think it was him
0: i always confused him
1: and um the miami Heat, dwayne wade it definitely wasn't dwayne wade to the point where the, the gangs all refused to get him involved in shit and would look out for if anybody started shit near his house they would like lay down some very harsh justice on that person because he had an actual shot to get the fuck out, make a, you know, make a good deal of money and all that sort of shit. And I think that's what was happening here. It was like a, Oh,
0: get the fuck.
1: Like, this is your chance to get the fuck out. You, you you're one of us that has a shot to get out of here. Oh, the weirdest,
0: the weirdest sequence in this episode was the mom was doing a prayer monologue thing that was bizarre and um long Mm -hmm. and she's doing it with her two kids and then it's cutting to other scenes and traditionally it'd be cutting to scenes of like in real time and so i found it jarring that like his what's the kid's name the main yeah jace jace Jace's girlfriend, for lack of a better term, texts him and he texts back and then it cuts back to him standing next to his mom.
1: And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, that scene, I I liked and didn't like that scene. Yes, it was long. It was a little heavy handed, but what it showed as it was cutting to various people's lives was interesting i just thought it was a weird time to do it like yeah i thought it was uh it started to flesh out everybody's lives a little more as we're seeing you know one of the kids from another team i think it was one of the kids from the other team that we saw like his dad had been meeting him or something yeah and um we saw that that girlfriend of his uh was training and getting ready or whatever with her boot off like she'd been wearing a, a boot the whole time mm-hmm um she's a, a
0: basketball player also yeah and blew out her ankle i think it was
1: yeah but i guess what it, it didn't i don't know if it just didn't land with me or if it maybe was left unstated does that it's one of two things either she wasn't supposed to be doing that and she's just so dedicated to training that she took off her boots so that she could do these push-ups that one or she's lying about how injured she is right now Oh, I don't know why though. I I think it's most likely the former. Yeah, but it, I don't know who she'd be lying to, or if it's like a pressure thing. You know what I mean? Like she right. she can't handle all the pressure because she was very good, as far as I understood, in her own right. Yeah, um, even though we never saw her play.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll say this: it's not that she doesn't want to play basketball anymore because she's doing it. She takes her boot off to train but for basketball. So she, that leads me to think that it's. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's most
1: likely the former, but yeah. I, I don't know, but I, all those little looks into it, it made me feel like we were going to get something more than just a story about Jason, his life that combined. I mean, the whole rest of the show has been learning more about the coach and learning more about, you know, all these other people that are sort of uh, circling around Jason's life, but I, I don't know. I'd be more interested in, Somebody who isn't so much of a punk. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't like that actor that played Jace either. I think they nailed the actor for what they were asking him to do, which was kind of pout around a lot. Mm. Legitimately, I think that that actor just had a pretty pouty face and did a lot of moping around and being kind of a punk and and just, you know. Wussing out after getting beat by the coach, like all that sort of stuff, he, he did that well. But I don't know if he can do anything other than that. So I'm that's the only thing that I have against the show is I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it all the way through. But I'm definitely going to watch at least another episode. Nice, yeah, I'll probably watch another episode too. I pulled up best sports. I or just looked up best sports movies. Oh yeah, yeah. There are some good ones here, but there's some there's some real clunkers. Coach Carter. I don't know. I saw that once, and only because I put that movie together when I worked at the Dollar Theater. Friday Night Lights, I haven't seen.
0: I saw probably in high school, but Shay and I are big fans of the show.
1: Rudy. Eh. Yeah. There are a lot of obvious ones on here, like Hoosiers Field Dreams, that sort of thing. Uh Uh-huh. Another less obvious one that that I have seen and recently uh, was Goon. Have you seen Goon? It's a hockey one, right? Yes. I don't think I've seen it. You should see it. It's legitimately very good. I'm... Sean William Scott. And, yeah. 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 He plays like an enforcer on a hockey team.
0: I, I know at least
1: at one point I was like, I'm going to watch that goon movie. But... Mm. It's good. Uh, I had watched it before and really liked it. Uh, and then me and Kathy were sitting around one weekend here the last couple weeks and... I put it on, and she really liked it.
0: couple weekends ago, uh, Shay went to bed early or some, some She wasn't feeling well or something. Um, so she was in bed, and then I decided I was going to get high and watch the movie Face Off. And I checked in with Shay, and I was like, I, I think I'm going to watch Face Off. And she was like, I'll come watch face off with you. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, she watched the whole movie and she, she, I mean, it's, she had a lot of questions, but like found the movie enjoyable. Had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Had a good time. But then I discovered the reason that she agreed to watch face off with me was because she thought I was going to watch the cutting edge, which she has never seen, but has heard referenced that the topic, uh, part referenced by me and members of her family um so she thought that i was going to watch a romantic hockey comedy uh which we then watched uh just the other
1: night to make it up to her gotcha
0: and she fell asleep during going
1: i was gonna ask which did she prefer but it sounds like she might have preferred face off
0: i watched the whole cutting edge and I had not seen it since the 90s. It was
1: fun. I've never seen it. I don't know what you're referencing.
0: Oh, uh, it's... It's okay. <laughs> a hockey player uh, has an accident. He doesn't have any peripheral vil- vision, so he has to um, become a figure skater, a doubles figure skater with a uh, very talented figure skater, but she can't keep a partner because she's so hard to
1: work with. And boy, oh boy... Do sparks fly, dude. It took an actual act of will not to fall asleep during the description of that. So I understand why Shay fell asleep watching it.
0: <laughs> not my favorite sports movie. My favorite sports movie is... The Baseball Kid. The Baseball Kid's a 90-minute baseball movie. Made by me and my college roommate. <laughs> in which a kid discovers that he has mystical baseball-playing abilities and he has to use those abilities to play in a baseball game in which the fate of the world is decided. It was it was pretty good. You want to watch it? We'll pause it and watch the movie. <laughs> okay, we've
1: watched it. What'd you think? I fucking hated it. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, none of it made sense, dude. <laughs> Like mystical baseball powers you told me that the cinnamon wizard was a new character for this podcast but he showed up in this fucking movie and gave this kid powers that's some bullshit dude
0: no 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 it was more of a like oh we've been not letting you play baseball because we've known all along that you're a baseball kid once so, every generation a so, baseball kid so it's not,
1: not like rookie of the year where somebody falls and <laughs> dislocates their arm and suddenly gets really good at throwing baseballs
0: I will say that one Saturday morning at 3 a.m., Jason and I were sitting there watching Rookie of the Year on TBS, and during a commercial break, he turned to me and went, that kid, he's some sort of a baseball kid, and then we wrote this movie. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. I like Miracle. Yeah. Uh,
1: Bull Durham's a good one. Yeah, I feel like the, I said uh Sandlot which yep shows up in this list or whatever. But I feel like somebody could th- there's probably one out there that somebody would say that you know this movie and I'd be like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I know that's the one." But I don't know what that movie is. Do you have anything else for this show? Uh, let me look. 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 No, I don't think so. All right.
0: Uh, okay. Should we talk about the 1001 albums? Uh,
1: sure, we can talk about that. I'm gonna pull it up right now. There's five people in the group as of 30 minutes ago when I last pulled it up. So, last episode of the podcast, we talked about there's a book out there 1001 albums you should listen to when you before you die when you die. <laughs> all, all at once all
0: at once freeze hold on wait a minute did you listen to all those albums? just gotta hit play
1: <laughs> um, and i had found a, a website that would generate one of those albums a day and you could listen to it and then the next day you can leave a rating or review you know what this is it's practice for our listeners to leave a rating <laughs> and review for our fucking podcast <laughs> although i'm pretty sure all of the people in the group so far have already done that so they don't need the practice
0: uh yeah so you can join a group and see what everybody's doing
1: check i'm not going to bother remembering to put it in this episode description just check out the what was the last episode we recorded what did we oh, really? it, what was it really really yeah. You don't remember what it was? No. Well, I remember the show. I don't remember. Tell you. I don't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, I know. You really want to prove a point with me. Not yeah. that you. Hold oh, you on. Know
0: you know what? Describe it to me, and then we'll see. If you do good enough, maybe I'll tell you what it was called.
1: <laughs> it's the one I wouldn't stop messaging about. Don't watch this at work. <laughs>
0: oh, rap shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you want to see the url for for that one uh for this 1001 albums group check out the description for that episode or check out our website
0: yeah as of the time of this recording we're 13 in they albums in they yeah. generate one per weekday i get a lot of headphone time at work and have ripped through and caught up on all of them nice I'm gonna let's talk
1: about it and you can yeah and you can absolutely if you are at all interested in doing this and are like me and hate the idea of an obligation uh especially one that's daily let alone weekly like a podcast um you should feel fine doing this because you can just skip skip albums altogether
0: yeah you can join the group first album the velvet underground by the velvet underground we both rated this yeah you gave it a three yep I gave it a four.
1: I stand by my three yeah
0: i've been I've been having a lot of fun with this. I've been listening to music I've heard before and I've been discovering music and I've not always been liking the music I'm discovering, but I've been liking some of it and the albums that I had was already familiar with I went into listening already having a rating in mind and gave all but one of them a different rating than I thought I was going to. So this is one of those albums. I thought I was going to give it a 3. I listened to it and I was like, "No, that's a 4 because I remembered how
1: much I love The Velvet Underground and how good this album is." It's it's an album that I feel like I could listen to more and probably end up giving it more like a grade, but as far as a first listen and as a cohesive whole, I stand by my 3. It was fine.
0: Yeah, I'm not offended by your 3.
1: I've listened to that album
0: dozens of times. Next one, say "Chic" by Chic. Sweet
1: Jesus! You gave it a two. I don't know why, dude. I, I give it a one. I think, I think it was out of guilt for not finishing the album. I did not listen to the <laughs> whole album. I listened to three songs, uh, focused, and then maybe one more unfocused, and just it, it was like a fucking seven and a half minute just slog. And I just decided, nope, I'm. I'll come back to this, and then never came back to it. Next, bringing it all back home by
0: Bob Dylan. I don't think you listened to it. Did not. Another one. I'm. I was very familiar with. I went in thinking I was going to give it a four. Ended up giving it a three. The Rolling Stones by The Rolling Stones. Got a two because The Rolling Stones aren't a good band. Dookie by Green Day. We both
1: we both gave threes. Right? You gave it a. I don't know. You can look. Oh, you didn't great you didn't rate it. Oh, no, that's think. right. Because no, no, no. Yeah, that's right. We talked about it last week in the podcast. I didn't realize that uh, album had come up, but I listen to that album regularly. Yeah, I gave it
0: a three, and I was expecting to give it a three, and it deserved a
1: three. Dookie, I'd probably give a three. Um, whatever their next one. No, it's not their next one. Ah, it doesn't fucking really matter. Yeah, continue on.
0: Uh, the Colton concert by Keith Jarrett i had no idea what this was i gave it a four it is two hours of this jazz pianist improvising on a piano by himself in a concert hall in germany
1: no shot in hell i will ever listen to that album it was very good i believe no you know what i don't i don't believe you
0: it it's on my list of finals to get Uh, Fisherman's Blues by the Water Boys. It was boring and got a two. Blue Lines by Massive Attack. I loved it. Got a four. And it was a hip-hop
1: album. I think what I might want to do is buy this book. uh, Yeah. So that I can get some additional context behind why some of of these get pulled in you know what i mean she asked a good question is this the thousand one best albums of all time or is there some other criteria no, it's, it's it's literally a thousand one albums you should listen to before you die and that's why i want the book is so that i can get the context of i thought you should listen to this album because right exactly
0: uh next what's the story morning glory by oasis i thought i was gonna give a four and i fucking gave that a five my only five so far Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music by Ray Charles. I was gonna, thought I would give a four. I gave a three. Uh, now we get to where we think that the algorithm is listening to our podcast. Because next. We. Yeah. Next. Introducing by DJ Shadow. An album we literally mentioned on the podcast like the week before. And we both gave twos. Elephant Mountain by the Youngbloods. This is where Mark gets in. We both, Mar- both Mark and I gave it a three
1: and you gave it a two. Okay. Yeah. That one was fine. Honestly, if, if it had stopped or just continued what it was doing with the first couple songs, I would have given it a three. Um, but it once we start getting into purely instrumental uh, dicking around, you really got to do something special to keep me
0: interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um- I felt the same way, except those first few songs had it at a four for me, and then the rest drug it down to a three. Fair enough. And then next was Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg, which I gave a three. I just bought the book.
1: Yeah, that one I meant to listen to um, and just haven't yet. I'll probably get around to it. And then I definitely haven't listened. Have you listened to today's album?
0: Yes, I listened to today's album. It was not available on Amazon streaming. I had to listen to a playlist on YouTube of the songs of it. It was A Girl Called Dusty by Dusty Springfield. I'm going to give it a three. And it felt to me like when they were making the book, they were putting Dusty and Memphis on, on there. And then panicked and thought they had to put another one of hers on the list for some reason and chose this (laughs) because dusty in memphis is going to be probably a four when it comes up Uh, assuming it comes up oh it's got to come up you don't know it's got to come up you don't know all right if it doesn't i don't know i don't know what
1: all right all
0: right that's where we're at
1: yeah um, speaking of music and algorithms listening to us, you'll never guess who came on the radio uh, right as I was pulling up to your house for this podcast today. Billy fucking Joel. Absolutely, he did.
0: Restraining order time. <laughs> Which song? Uh, Piano Man. Of uh, fucking course it was Piano Man. <laughs> God damn. Uh. Uh, Speaking of algorithms and stuff, uh, yesterday Shay asked me why the Amazon music kept trying to get her to listen to Dookie. (laughs) She was like, I haven't heard that since I was in middle school and stole the CD from my brother. I don't know. Got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Want to wrap it up?
1: Thanks for listening to the Episode 1 Podcast with Michael and Eric. Check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com. Uh, if you like the show, leave a rating or review. If you somehow like the show and also like listening to random music, check out the Thousand and One. I decided today that I'm eschewing all traditional forms of social media. and Instead, we're just going to engage our audience in really weird ways. So this Thousand and One Album Generator website, the link is I'll put it on the website now that I think about it. I'll put it on the website. Um <laughs> I've created a club in Rocket League that our listeners can join as well. That's entitled episode one. I just need to figure out how to get people's uh, requests to join. And you better
0: not fucking screw up our shit in Rocket League because we are serious about this.
1: (laughs) We are newly very serious about Rocket League. The game that came out six years ago, we are suddenly very serious about. We were in the gold tier temporarily for some of us because i definitely plummeted out of it shortly thereafter i've
0: been running training modules dude last night man
1: i got an aerial goal on purpose uh, in an online match or in the training online match nice yeah very nice
0: yeah and and i i was playing one match and i was the one going what the fuck is this guy doing
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's this it's the circle of rocket league yeah. Um, if there are other in unconventional social uh, platforms for us to hawk our podcast wares on, let me know. I'm I'm open to different ideas. I just fuck Twitter, fuck Threads. Yeah. It's it's Rocket League 1001 Album Generators. You know what? If I could, I'm get, i going to look to see if I can create a MySpace page because fuck this nonsense. I
0: got some ideas, but first I, w- I want to mention, like if you join our Rocket League, you better show up for practice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, this is already too much of a commitment. I'm out. <laughs> I'm no longer serious about Rocket League. But yeah, if you've got other ideas for that sort of nonsense, let me know. Other than that, thanks to D for the use of our theme song. See you all next week. The
0: first person that can get a selfie with a Boz D and send it to us, I'll send $100 to. First person to send a selfie with Boz D. I
1: will co-sign this. Michael will send you a $100. <laughs>